to another episode of Caffeine and High Hopes. If you are new to listening, make sure that you are subscribed on Apple Podcast. Please rate and review on there if you've listened and you like it. You can also follow along on Spotify. And if you're on Instagram, you can follow everything at Caffeine and High Hopes. So today we have another amazing guest for you all. I've known her for many years. She's helped me tremendously in the past, I guess, six months-ish it's been. And honestly, I can't thank her enough for it. So she is a registered acupuncturist who is also certified in subconscious imprinting. She just moved back to the Peace region, which I'm very happy and excited about. So without any further hesitation, I would like to introduce you all to Jen Langridge. Hello, Danny. So yeah, as Danny was saying, my name is Jennifer Langridge. I'm a registered acupuncturist. I'm a baby acupuncturist. I did just graduate, but I think I've already come a long way with it. Oh, and sure. I am now working out of the Bodhi tree here on Main Street as of the new year. Yeah, it's awesome. We're so lucky that you're here. Thank so you. before we dive in, like kind of give us a brief overview of like what it is you do. And then we'll get into the details of it. Oh, this could go so many different directions. <laughs> but basically... Start, start wherever you feel. Yeah, basically at its core... I am a big believer of the mind-body connection. So that is typically where I take my practice in combining acupuncture and subconscious imprinting together. Mm -hmm. And basically what that is, is looking at the underlying causes or the root causes of pain. So like with headaches or back pain or PMS symptoms or whatever it may be, usually there can be like an emotional side to it that either hasn't been dealt with, acknowledged mm -hmm. or released, whether it's anger, sadness, confusion, whatever the emotion may be. And that's just muscle testing my client's body basically and asking yeah. it like, okay, what needs to be released? And then I use my needles to help release that, but also address the physical side of the body because for the emotional sure. side is important, but mm -hmm. so is the physical side. Yeah. You can't just ignore it either. Yeah. So I can take acupuncture and I'm happy just to do acupuncture just on its own and just do a nice back treatment or like a relaxation treatment. There's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I find if someone's like having chronic pain, it's best to address both sides of the body. Just to make sure that it's not being triggered by something exactly. emotional. Okay, cool. I love it. Okay, now we're going to... We're going to really dig in a little bit. <laughs> so how did you know that you wanted to get into like alternative healing? Like what was the, I guess, what was kind of the journey to get to where you are now? Honestly, when I decided to become an acupuncturist, I think acupuncture found me more mm -hmm. than me finding it. When I, I just got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> when I did decide to actually like, enroll in the program, I think I mentioned a couple times with a number of different people that... Honestly, I had to kind of hit my rock bottom mm -hmm. and I had just moved home back to Peace River here from yeah. university. I dropped out. I was like situationally depressed, basically. Like I had no idea what I was doing with my life. Mm -hmm. And then I had that decision. I was like, oh, I'm going to be a social worker. So I applied to that program and I didn't get in. And okay, that was honestly so heartbreaking for me. And mm -hmm. in that moment, I remember we were driving, me and Creighton were driving back from Edmonton to Peace River and I found out on that drive and I think I cried the entire oh, way no. back. Oh no. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm, I have nothing. So yeah. then me and my friend were kayaking on the river and literally it was just like, I'm going to be an acupuncturist. And I had That's no crazy. idea what that entailed, how to do that or 
really what even Chinese medicine and acupuncture was, which yeah, sounds it ridiculous just... to say, but it felt so right. <laughs> and you're, cause you're so good at it. Oh. So like, it was like everything yeah. aligned. Basically it just felt much more lighter yes. than anything else I've ever decided. And like, as soon as life. you started on that path, it just felt good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just kind of all fallen into place since then. So then, cause how many years did you have to take the program to do it? So in order to be an acupuncturist, basically you need two years of post-secondary, which I had, mm-hmm. thankfully. And then it's a five years worth of courses condensed into three years. Oh, wow. So it's it's some time. And then I was so naive and not even realizing that I just thought like once you graduated that you would just become an acupuncturist. Uh, and yes. it's like, that's not the case. You now have another five exams of registration exams you have to take and it's not another year until you're graduating I didn't know that until I was oh, wow. actually deep into the program oh, so no. and I'm also so glad I didn't know that because I probably wouldn't have taken the program knowing that true because that's that's a lot it's a lot <laughs> so it's probably better to just find out as you go along and, and you're like well I guess I gotta do that yeah, too <laughs> deal with it as it comes mm-hmm. that's funny okay all right so who like what kind of person can benefit from a treatment like is it anybody or is it people who have specific issues like what kind of client can you I would say everyone and anyone who is open to receiving acupuncture I don't like to my not my ideal client is someone and I don't like have to convince people of my medicine I find those type of people might not benefit as much as someone Mm -hmm. who's going to show up and be open to receiving that healing right but I would say, for the most part, everyone can benefit from it, whether it might be just for relaxation or, like, a season reset or mm-hmm. for their back pain or for their chronic digestion problems or PMS symptoms. Like, yeah. it's yeah. far and wide and expansive of what Chinese medicine can touch on and right. help with. That's awesome. And then what about, like, if someone has something specific, can they come to you and be like, I know this is an issue of mine, can we work on it? Or do you just pick it up when they come in? Nope. That's my favorite way. I need to, I don't need, I like (laughs) when people come in knowing what they want to work on. Yeah. It's almost harder for me to do my job if I'm like, well, what is your goal at the end of this? Right? Like, what do you want to get out of this? And if they just want to like, some people say like, oh, I just want to try it. And like, I'm more than happy to just like do a relaxation and like, they can just try acupuncture. There's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. But I definitely find it helpful when people come in being like, this is what's going on. This is what I want to treat. Then I can kind of set up a treatment plan and kind of go yep. from there and zero in on it and then know what exactly direction. what you're going to do. Okay, yeah. cool. So what was an obstacle that you faced when you first started or what was, is there one thing that stands out or, um, I think my biggest thing that as I hear that question is I basically had to learn a whole new way of like medicine and mm-hmm. thinking and approach to health and well-being right because eastern medicine is very foreign yes way of thinking compared to the west so that was really almost hard to not have the so bit back up earlier a little bit <laughs> okay basically in the west when you have medicine and health they have like the who what where when why of like why something is good for you or not good for you yeah. right and then when you go to the eastern medicine there's not that there's not that foundation. It's almost like this is a tradition that's been passed down for mm-hmm. thousands of years. So they just trust it. And that's what it is. And yep. there's not necessarily, it's like they didn't go and dissect the body to find all these acupuncture points. They just over the years discovered them. And that's mm-hmm. your reason for why they are there. That's all you have. Yeah. And you just have to trust it. So wrapping your head around that was a little. A little bit tricky. Yeah. yeah. And even 
just ways, again, going back to the example of in the West, we say like, chia is healthy for you, or this is healthy for you, or this mm-hmm. is healthy for you. When in Eastern medicine, that one thing might not be healthy for everyone. Right. And a very good example of that that I can think of right now, like maybe people can relate to is think of like when you have heartburn, right? That's a Mm -hmm. very noticeable symptom. Yes. And if you eat spicy food, sometimes it makes it worse. Mm -hmm. So that can be the same thing for a different part of the body, but just not as noticeable. So like if someone is, not to get too in detail with it all, but like let's say someone has a, weak digestion they have a mm-hmm. spleen sheet deficiency we'll call it that's what it is yeah and then they drink lots of cold water and lots of cold food food and have a smoothie every morning and eat only salads that can actually not be healthy for them even though in the yes. west it's deemed healthy because that's like a general overview of like you know of yeah eat, eat salads drink smoothies you're going to be super super healthy but for maybe for you yeah and your constitution different. and who yeah. you are it might not be healthy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just like coming to kind of terms with that, which I guess you kind of just get better with as you go. Hey? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Um, how, how has this job affected your life then? Like how has things changed since you started on this path? I think it's changed everything. Not only <laughs> does this medicine allow me to heal others, but it heals myself at the same yeah. time, right? Like yep. even like in a session from – Like every single client that I have, I always learn so much from them. And Mm -hmm. with, especially with the subconscious imprinting side of things, it's like, I am still saying those statements and I'm still learning and I'm still Mm -hmm. healing from them as well, which is super cool and inspiring to watch people like be vulnerable and able to open up and because it is, it's very vulnerable. Basically. Yeah. And it's not for everyone and that's okay. Yeah. Like I always brace myself before I come see you like you know I might cry (laughs) I mean I haven't yet but afterwards I have lots but um yeah it is a very vulnerable time for someone and like you you you're so open to it all and that being said you kind of get you get out of it what you put into it oh yeah if you're not ready to go that far like I said I'm happy just to put some needles in you and let you relax and yeah that's amazing in itself do you find some people like as they're going in through a treatment like do they open up more like halfway through and then you can kind of ask for more do more or do you kind of keep it no I find you kind of have to build a relationship with your clients Mm -hmm. right and like when people come in it's like yeah I'm asking lots of questions but there's so much more to what I'm doing in Mm -hmm. that session like I'm listening for how you speak your posture like literally how you sit are you hunched uh, over are you crouched yes. in and your chest sunken in yeah do you sigh lots and like when i'm feeling the meridians and like the actual physical body it's like is this part cold is this hot is there dry skin here there's like right and like you're using all your senses and honestly sometimes the asking part mm-hmm. is the least effective because lots of people don't really yeah know. and they can answer i mean as much as they want yeah like they can kind of gauge how much they tell you mm-hmm. so yeah. so i find that, yeah as people start to open up it's like all of a sudden they'll tell me something i was like oh my god that's important yes. why didn't you tell me that and they're like oh i didn't think it was important and it's like that was like the key to figure yeah. out what the heck was actually going on yeah so do it you, just comes at the time do you find too like some people will kind of start off really guarded, but then as they go through the treatment, they start to really, like, open up, or does it take a few sessions? I think that comes back to the constitution of a person and who they are yeah. as a person, really. Yeah. Like, everyone's it's a so yes different. and no. Everyone's so different yeah. in how they approach. What uh, What would be your favorite part about it, then? Like, 
of your whole job? What do you What do you like the most? I absolutely love going into work and leaving work feeling more energized. Yeah, it like, doesn't like drain your energy or anything. You feel no, it really doesn't. It's not my job to hold yeah. anyone else's pain or emotions, or even just. Even if I'm not doing subconscious imprinting, mm-hmm. I feel so much lighter and so much lifted, like, being able to help someone and, like, see that, like, that instant gratification of, like, yeah. oh, your back pain just decreased by 70%. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite part. It's pretty rewarding. It like, is. Especially mm-hmm. because you can see the differences from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And, and even if someone heals by, like, 1%, mm-hmm. that's okay. That's a win. <laughs> that's like, a win. That's, yep. that's progress. Um, okay. I want, this was a question for later on, but I think we should talk about it now. <laughs> Can you kind of give us a rundown? Cause I don't know if a lot of people know what subconscious imprinting is. So can you kind of give us an idea of that? Like, I feel like a lot of people know like acupuncture and stuff, but mm-hmm. the subconscious imprinting is a little bit newer for a it lot of people. It definitely is. Yeah. It's not a common modality used. And like I said in the beginning, it's basically looking at the root cause of these mm-hmm. ailments, but what actually happens in a session are you wanting to know? Yeah, like, give us a rundown, like, so what is it, um, what does a session look like, what mm-hmm. can someone expect if they're yeah, going so in for a treatment, basically? I think, kind of, like, to start with, it's hard to treat someone, firstly, that says, I'm just going to try it. Subconscious mm-hmm. imprinting is something that, like, it's very vulnerable, so like I said, you go in, you look at, if you have knee pain, it's like, mm-hmm. okay. When did this start? Is this chronic? Has nothing else helped? It might be emotional. So that's when you start to use subconscious imprinting is when nothing else literally helps and you've had it for years and it's very chronic and it just will not go away. Mm -hmm. And so I will literally muscle test. I'll sometimes use a physical body or else I'll just use my own awareness Mm -hmm. and I go through, basically I have a a piece of paper in front of me and it's like, what stage of healing are you in? Is it anger? Is it depression? Are you in the bargain stage? Are you trying to say, if I just do this, then yeah. this will change? Yep. Or are you just absolutely mad? How many issues is on this knee pain? Is it one, two, three? How much, or is that like your holding place? Is that where you hold all your stress, right? So mm-hmm. there might be lots. And then is this yours? Is it someone else's? Like sometimes a lot of people's anxiety isn't even yeah. their own. Yeah. They're holding for other people out of love or they try and fix people or they think they can't handle it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then we go through that. I figure out who's involved. I muscle test. Is it mom? Is it dad? Is it sister? Is it friend? Is it spouse? Like, who is it? Yeah. And then I actually, so basically in Chinese medicine, each organ, like our liver, heart, spleen, stomach, large intestine, lung, is has this different set of emotions that are attached to it, right? Okay. So I go in, like, okay, is this holding in the lung? Is this in the large intestine? Where is it? And then I muscle test again for the emotions of involved. It's yeah. literally, it's nothing to do with me. I'm not like a mind reader or anything. Right. I'm just asking your body what the heck is going on. Yeah. So then once I pull up all of the emotions, who's involved? Is it yours? Is it someone else's? I find out age. Is it current? Is it from the past? And then I basically ask like, is you, this, is this yeah. relevant? Yeah. Do you connect with this at all? And usually there's a story there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you kind of just like, you round everything up. And present it to them. And they like, usually have a this story. This is what I've found. And then they can kind of elaborate on it. Basically, yep. Okay. And then I would go in. Usually what happens in a session is come in, put some needles in. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure, try and open up maybe some blocks or some resistance. Yep. And then I start saying statements. and basically start generating statements. And they repeat after me. 
and we just go from there and yeah so what's the like we're just we're kind of gonna dumb it down a little bit Mm -hmm. (laughs) but so with the statements then they can they just repeat it after you Mm -hmm. and that's just to help break down like the emotional side of things yep so basically the subconscious brain is like Lots of time we don't actually say out loud, like, I forgive myself for believing that X, Y, Z. And sometimes we just deprogram that and alleviate the, basically the fight or flight response, right? We take that down, we calm it, we say like, you're okay now, you're safe. This is a safe spot. You don't need to live in a state of shock and fear and just survival mode anymore. Mm -hmm. You can start to heal and grow and become more you. Yeah. Which... It's hard. It's it's hard to explain without actually. Going well, it. okay. So like, cause I've had a well a few treatments now, but yeah, it is like you like cause some of the statements you say there is some resistance. Like I know there's ones you wanted me to say that as soon as I heard them I was like nope I don't and I say can that. sense that yeah yeah. So then yeah. we just have to maneuver around it and be like why can we not let this go? What is the belief yes. system around that that we need to forgive ourselves for believing? Yeah. And because it's hard, like some of the stuff, like you, I find you really bring up some things that a lot of people suppress and like push 100%. down and they ignore. And then that's what kind of comes up in your sessions. And I think that's, it can be very heavy and it yes. can be very light at the same time. That's though. true. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, we've had both, like mm-hmm. we've had some heavy ones, but then we've also had some ones that were quite light and very like easy to maneuver easy through and yeah. they felt good, but it is quite interesting because I think a lot of us have a lot of stuff we all do. in yeah. there, <laughs> in our own minds and stuff. And this is just such a neat way to really access it. Mm-hmm. And there's multiple ways to release emotions. It's not saying that subconscious imprinting is going to work for everyone. There's right. multiple different ways to go about. It's like meditation, yoga, yep. walking in the trees, yeah. <laughs> just driving and singing, playing. Yep. All help release emotion. It's just... So just going back a little bit. Can someone, like, if they have, like, a specific trauma or something, like, they don't necessarily have any physical pain, can they, like, if they know they have emotional stuff that they want to deal with and work on, is that something they can come to you? Yeah. I've had people come in and be like, this is what happened in my life. Like, yeah. And I can't seem to move past it. It's affecting my life in this way, this way, that way. Mm -hmm. And I will, like, okay, let's just work work through through it. it. Okay. Very much so. Okay. That's, that's interesting because, yeah, like, you don't necessarily have to have a physical symptom. No for Not this all. to all work and stuff. No, I treat yeah. a ton of anxiety and depression with it. Like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of... Well, and especially, like, if people have gone through traumatic experiences mm-hmm. or a little bit of PTSD or anything like that, like, this kind of helps so, allow them to do it in a safe space. Safe place, yeah. basically, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so were you ever uncertain about pursuing this type of healing or, like, did you ever feel not super confident about it or anything like that? I can't, honestly, no. I have always, as soon as I signed up for that program, I started taking the course, I was like, this is what I need to do. However, that being said, I've always, not always, there comes moments where you're like, am I effective at this? Because I Mm. get the pleasure of using this medicine. It's not like I am creating it or anything. It's just I have the, I guess the... I don't even know the word for that. <laughs> I have the pleasure of using this medicine to help yes. others. And yep. sometimes there's a lot to know about it. And mm-hmm. I will never stop learning because mm-hmm. there is so many different areas that you can go with this. So sometimes I have like those insecurities pop up being like, 
am I ever going to get to that level of a practitioner where I feel confident every single day in every single case? Right. Because there's lots of times where I'm like, people come back and I'm like, that worked? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but I mean, you're also like, because how long have you been doing this now? Like, it hasn't been that long. No, like fully registered, like since April. I've been needling for yeah. a couple of years now, but like I still, it still amazes me so much of like how effective this medicine is, mm-hmm. which is kind of, it sounds so silly because I have so much belief and I truly believe that venison works, but it still surprises me when people come back and they're like, yeah, I haven't had a headache for a week now or my nausea is instantly gone. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Cool. (laughs) But that's good. That's good confirmation then. Yes, it is. And and I mean, that can just like, it's just going to get better. You'll just like build, build your confidence up as you go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, It's been a full year. Like. Exactly. And I think I've been, I've come so far and already like. I feel like I have, I do know a lot, but there's still so much to learn, which is yes. exciting. It's like, well, and that makes it a little more interesting because it would be pretty boring if you just went in and learned everything and that was it. That was it. Yeah. Like then you really like, what's the point of it then? Like why pursue things or basically? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Well, I know. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I, I've always believed in that all like alternative therapy and stuff, but it, it works quickly. <laughs> like yeah, every every session that we've had, like I've been blown away that you notice the results soon. Mm-hmm. And everyone responds differently. Not everyone gets that immediate result. Mm-hmm. They, I think they say there's like six percent of the population that it doesn't actually respond to acupuncture. Interesting. Yeah, which I don't. I've I personally haven't had anyone that never responded. Mm-hmm. I have had people that sometimes need to do the subconscious imprinting for me right. to get results. Yeah. I, which I have that tool in my back pocket, which I'm really grateful for. Mm-hmm. And some people don't practice that way, and that's okay too. Like I am a very yeah. niche type practitioner where that's not your traditional style. Yeah. But that's okay. And I think you draw in certain clients too. Like the clients that you're getting are people who are already, you know, into alternative healing and very that way of so. thinking. So I think that like obviously it helps must help. Yeah. yeah. It because helps. it's not like you have to break down walls for that. Exactly. And that's kind of like my ideal client at the same time, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want someone that is just like, oh, I don't think this is going to work. It's right just resisting me the entire way. Yeah. It doesn't make, it doesn't make it fun for either party. No, no, for sure. So what do you hope clients take with them when they finish a session with you? Mm. You know, I find myself telling people after every session, and it's just, I've just noticed this as you ask this question <laughs> is, um, be gentle with yourself, mm-hmm. forgive yourself, soften those hard edges. When you're frustrated with your body for not functioning or behaving like you want it to, mm-hmm. lean into that and be like, what do you need body? Yes. Actually ask your body, what do you need? Yep. And it might, it obviously won't respond back like yeah. that, but <laughs> yeah. like, you might see little signs or just like, just don't be so hard on yourself and your body. Like I always tell clients, just be kind to yourself. Yeah. Be gentle. Yeah. Well, and especially like I find after leaving a session with you, like it's so, so important because you go through so much mm-hmm. within a session and like you open up and stuff and it kind of just brings everything up and just to kind of sit and mull it over. Yeah. You have like, to just process, continue yeah. to process. And yeah. that's why I always tell clients after a session, you might get increased thirst, weird cravings, yeah, um, increased or more release of emotion. Might go home and just ball your eyes out. You might yeah. feel super exhausted. Like, yeah, you just did a shit ton of work there. <laughs> yeah. Be proud of yourself. Be nice. Yeah, <laughs> and like allow yourself to do that and to feel it and to kind of just like 
Yeah, whether it's it. with subconscious imprinting or with acupuncture, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just be patient with your body and be kind to it, and it will it will respond how you want to. Yeah, actually, just give it space to feel safe. How many days ish would you say? Like, do people? Is it takes like two days to really kind of let everything sink in, or it's totally dependent? It's so dependent. Yeah. I have some clients that they're like ready for a session in a week. Sometimes it takes three weeks. Yeah, and if I'm just doing straight up acupuncture, though, that's when I do get clients to come in more frequently. Like, right basically acupuncture works by building on itself so the first mm-hmm. session you might see a day or two results so next one you might get three days the right. next one you might get four days and you might get to a point and then you only have to come in like once a month or once yeah. every two months it just really depends do you recommend people like eat for either or um to kind of stay on top of it so like definitely yeah 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 it's good just to kind of go at it and just like really figure it out if that's not your style, that's okay too, though. Yeah. But. Yeah. I guess everyone will know. Like, mm-hmm. if they feel like they need another session, they'll just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Um, do you have any advice for people that are just starting to look into alternative healing um, or if they're kind of new to it? Like, what mm-hmm. What can you kind of tell them? I think the biggest thing is find a practitioner or someone that you actually connect with. Yeah. I'm not going to be everyone's practitioner. I can't be. I can't. It just doesn't. You don't connect with everyone in that way. And that's Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. You don't have to please everyone. And you just, all you have to do is just be you. So find that practitioner that you actually connect with and that you relate with. And that makes you feel like there's. There's there's a connection. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing to start with. Yeah. To be. Yeah. That's where I'd start. Kind of look at your options and try to see like because do do most of them like will they do like an initial consultation or is it kind of you book um, in and go from there it depends it depends on yeah. the practitioner like some of them do some of them don't yeah i haven't at this point which might be a good option to consider yeah you yeah. never know like mm-hmm. just to see and let people kind of get a feel for you and stuff too true because yep. i'd assume some people are kind of picky when it comes to who's yeah. working on them but I mean, I haven't any problems with it though, but yeah, no, I, you're, you're, it's very welcoming when you come in there. Oh, like you. you just feel so like safe and comforted and it's just like, okay, this is good. Um, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So I guess if someone out there that's listening and you're kind of new to different ways of healing and you want to get into it, just, yeah, see what your options are, see who you connect with, who you feel good around because it's going to be different for everyone. Yeah. Yep. Um, so what can a client do to ensure that they have like a super successful session with you? Mm. On a very physical level, it's good to obviously like be hydrated, mm-hmm. eaten before your session. I think that's so important. Okay. Yeah. On a very like energetic level, I think take responsibility for yourself and who you are and your past and your patterns mm-hmm. and know that life happens for us, not to us a lot of the times yes, and just that. taking responsibility for our pain and for our stuff and yeah. not expecting anyone else to heal you knowing that like I'm whoever is there is help to help guide you, but we can't do it all for you. Yeah. Well, so what would you recommend people do afterwards? Like, especially if they have like a lot of emotional stuff come up, mm-hmm. like you can't just really have a session and leave and be like there, everything's better. Exactly. Nope. So... I usually get people to journal, I think is super Mm -hmm. important. I think just journaling in general, whether you just had a huge session or not, is super cathartic for people, right? Oh, big Um, time. Meditation, or sometimes people just need to play. Sometimes people just need to go out and just have fun and laugh and play and give themselves permission to be... Let that inner child out Basically, it sounds so cheesy, but basically, (laughs) yeah. 
And then give nourish your body with the foods that it's actually wanting like listen to like yeah if you want that cooking that's what you're actually craving don't judge yourself for it eat it, it and yeah. go through it or if you want those blueberries eat that like mm-hmm. just nourish yourself with what your body actually wants and it's actually asking for if you need rest have rest if yeah. you need to go on a huge run go do that <laughs> yeah like really tune in to what you want and what you need and start yeah. getting familiar with yourself and loving yourself in that way i think is so important and vital mm-hmm. to continuing to heal and grow yes. in your own body and outside world yeah for sure and especially like i know that i found is like after each session with you like i journal all the time anyways but i always make sure to note like how i'm feeling after mm-hmm. and then it's kind of neat to be able to look back yes and see, like, okay, well, I've, I've progressed from this. Or, like, we dealt mm-hmm. with this and now this is showing up. So, do you know what I find is actually really cool? And who I took the subconscious imprinting with is, like, the Empowered Healers, Ac- Empowered Healers Academy. Mm-hmm. And they always told us to almost have, like, a brag book. So, oh, I love that. Yeah. So, like, basically, at the end of the night, write down all the things that you're proud of that you did. And mm-hmm. then in the next line, write down what you want to brag about tomorrow. So, it already sets your subconscious uh, yes. brain into action motion Mm -hmm. and then honestly i find when i do that i get way more productive with my day instead of just wandering around being like what do i actually want to do today yeah or like whatever but because it's already there yeah you already set your brain up in that kind of theta state when you're about to go to sleep Mm -hmm. to be programmed with what you want to do tomorrow and then you write down how you're going to do it as well so yeah put yeah put some action behind it Mm -hmm. and then yeah that's cool i like that it kind of sets you up then because it's like you're thinking of it and really if you especially if you write it like in the present tense like yeah this is what i did and you you're gonna do it basically and then also being mindful of listening to your body and not expecting the world of yourself at all yes. moments of the day yes and i think even just recognizing it like i know after one session i had with you i was exhausted like mm-hmm. i literally went home laid down and like went to bed the same time as my kid because yeah (laughs) and I needed it and and I used to when I first started practicing I used to like get almost worried about that I'm like oh my god like are you okay like I'm so sorry and now I'm just like oh yeah you're fine you need that yeah give it to yours yeah like just allow that to happen and it I mean it'll always be different like I know I can't remember which one it was but like I felt really good and like light and happy and Mm -hmm. I was like okay this is totally different (laughs) from last time but you just kind of honor it as you go as it is yeah Um, do you have any goals set for yourself in regards to work? Mm. You know, I have this... Or even just for the year. Like, whatever. Any kind of goals you have. Regards to work, though. I have this massive stack of books I want to read. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, like, I've almost gotten to the point where after writing my registration exams, like, I couldn't even look at a oh, Chinese medicine yeah. book. And yeah. now that it's been, like, work, like, eight months, nine months out now, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Maybe I can start to dive into that because I really just took off a subconscious imprinting. I just went down that road mm-hmm. and I kind of, not that I lost touch with Chinese medicine, but like it became more on the back burner, yeah. even though it was still very much forefront in my life. Yeah. But now I have this stack of books. I'm like, <laughs> I want to tackle this book. And that's, that's my goals. I got some, and I'm not a very fast reader, so. Well, that's okay. Like. Just, it takes me a while to get through the books. And, and especially because it's, it's probably not like, it's not a light read. No. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so. you can't really listen to them in audiobook form either. Like, they're, no. They're not a thing. Yeah. They're like, yeah. Textbooks, like hefty. But I, yeah. There's okay. some books I got to okay. get through. That's my, that's my goals. That's fun. Um, okay. So if you could tell your clients one thing, what would it be? Even if it's, like, before, after, or just in general, like, 
anyone that comes to you, what, what is one thing that you want them all to know? It sounds so cheesy mm-hmm. again, but like know that everyone is worthy of like health and well-being mm-hmm. and they are enough. And to just be going back to that concept of just being so much kinder to ourselves. Yeah. We put so much pressure and so much meaning into our actions or other people's actions. And it's just, yes, just be kind to yourself. You're okay. Everyone's okay. Yeah. That's basically going back to that. I think think it's so important just to make peace with your own body. That's Mm -hmm. my one thing. Make peace with yourself. Love it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, and I think that's something we all need to be reminded of because it's so easy to get you know in that mentality of like i have to do this i have to do this like yeah i sometimes sound like a record on repeat where i'm just like be kind to yourself to my clients i'm sure they're like what do you <laughs> want from me <laughs> i already am yeah but no that's good and i think some people especially in that moment whether it's like the start or after a session with you they need to hear that because yeah. they're about to go down a road of you know some big vulnerable changes and healing and they, they yeah, need to, to be, be reminded gentle. of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so what do you, like, what do you do then when you have, like, emotional stuff you want to work through? Mm. Or who do you seek out for that, like, to be on the flip side of things? Yeah, I have an amazing group of this Empowered Healers Academy, going back to that. I was mm-hmm. actually the first group of graduates to come out of that oh, that's cool. academy. So I just feel really connected to them. And, like, we have, like, a Facebook support page and like I have like a lot of people's personal numbers and like mm-hmm. you can do this work over virtual sessions actually. Oh I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't neat. get the acupuncture thrown in there which a lot well, of people like right yeah. but, like just subconscious imprinting you can do that over virtual. So oh, okay I am pretty good at working through it now being able to just muscle test myself and figuring it out for myself but like right we all can't yeah. see our own stuff sometimes <laughs> yeah. and that's just reality of it all so sometimes I will just reach out to one of them and like I said I just did move here two weeks ago so I'm still trying to figure that out (laughs) I went for a massage today with my sister and it was absolutely amazing I had no idea I actually needed that much physical work on me isn't that crazy I always do the emotional side I don't look at the physical and that's where I was talking about it's so important to do both I was like oh my god yeah you need to find a balance within that hey Mm -hmm. oh good well, yeah, I guess it's handy having her. Yeah, it is. <laughs> right but I'm like, who's going to do acupuncture on me now? There's no one up here. Yeah, I guess. Eh? There's a couple people. I'm still, I'm learning some names here and there. Oh, good. Well, yeah. And I mean, you're going to create your own little community and mm-hmm. find people and. Yeah, I'm still building that. So if anyone has any recommendations. <laughs> yeah, if you know of anyone, let us know. Uh, okay. So before we wrap up, going with the name of the podcast, what is your favorite way to enjoy coffee? Or do you, you know, even drink you coffee? You know, this is a little bit embarrassing. I'm on this podcast and I actually <laughs> hate coffee. That's so funny. I hate it. I like the smell of it. I just drink a lot of tea. That's fine. That's but okay. I love tea in the morning yes. or any hot liquid in the morning. I like to have a sit down with yep. myself, journal for 10 minutes with your my, morning ritual. Yeah, that is my morning. Love it. For the most part, sometimes it gets a little bit yeah. chaotic, but well, as for the most part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So then do you have any high hopes for yourself? Mm. Do you know what? I am literally a brand new business owner and acupuncturist, and I'm just excited to see where yeah. it's going to take me and how it's going to grow. Mm-hmm. And am I going to open my own clinic one day up here? I don't know. That Maybe. would be cool. That's kind of a, kind of in the back of my head, that but would be neat. Yeah. So that's kind of a okay. hope. Just keep growing. Love it. Okay. And then before we leave, where can everyone find you? Like plug all your social media, website, 
Mm, all okay. the good stuff. So I have my website is www.jlacupuncture.ca. Okay. And then you can find me on Instagram at Jen Langridge. And then I also have a Facebook page, which is just JL Acupuncture. Okay. And then you can, on my website, you can book online there or else you oh, can nice. just reach out to me directly or email okay there's all different modes of contact i'm it's easy all there. to reach out to. i'll um i'll link all like your cool. stuff on the episode notes yeah. and yeah let it give everyone a direction on where to find you okay well yeah well thank you thank for doing you this. for having me yeah this was fun yeah i loved it well i knew as soon as i started this i'm like i wanted to pick your brain about everything because i just find it so fascinating and oh i mean i've gotten so much out of all thank of our you, sessions Danny. i really so. appreciate that well no, thank you too <laughs> you've helped me deal with a lot of stuff in this but last you didn't even know that was there basically. i know oh my yep. god <laughs> um okay so thank you all for listening once again Make sure that you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts. You're following along on Spotify. If you've listened to it and you like it, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It takes two seconds, and I would really, really appreciate it. And make sure you're following the Instagram page at Caffeine and High Hopes. We have new episodes every Wednesday, and there's the odd bonus episode thrown in there here and there. So I hope you guys are all enjoying your day and we'll stay tuned for the next episode.